Hey friend, welcome back to the podcast. I had to rip the bandaid off and just hit record because it has been a little too long. In today's episode, I'm just going to share some life updates, what I've been up to this summer, and I'll be finishing off with a story about how sobriety does get easier. Um, and if I'm going to share a story um, from this summer, from a trip I took and how I felt not triggered. <laughs> I felt very empowered and um, yeah, I felt like I showed up as a light. And so I want to share that story with you just in as, as an encouragement, because I know sometimes in our um, the beginning of recovery or in the beginning of our sobriety journey, it really feels like it's always going to be hard <laughs> or like it, like sobriety is just so hard. It's so hard to be in these environments that are triggering. So yeah, um, I shared a little bit of a update in the Facebook group and, um, you know, everybody could relate to just being around family that is a little dysfunctional, but they are very fun still. Um, but anyway, so I shared a little bit of the snippet in the Facebook group, which by the way, if you are not in the Facebook group, go ahead and click on the link below and join us in the Facebook group, the beyond the booze Christian sobriety community. Um, we have over like a hundred members in there now, which is amazing. And it's been, it's been a really cool place to connect. So definitely encourage you to join us over there and let's dive in. Hey friend. Welcome to Beyond the Booze. I'm your host, Victoria Plummer, daughter of the Most High, wife, boy mom, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. I know that you are sick of wallowing in shame after another night of binge drinking. I know that you want to quit, but you can't imagine a life without alcohol. My mission is to set you free from the lies, fears, and habits that are keeping you stuck in a toxic relationship with alcohol. In this podcast, you'll learn about spiritual growth, personal development, healthy lifestyle habits, and recovery education so that you can start living a life you love. If you're ready to take your power back, grow in your faith, and live a more purposeful life, you are in the right place. Whip up your favorite mocktail. Let's do this. All right, we are back. Let's do this. So first off, I wanted to share just some life updates. So, you know, whenever I left the podcast for the summer, I share just that, you know, life had been life and hard. Um, it had been hard. Um, but, but yeah, over, you know, the summer I finished a recovery program that I was in and I really needed that. Like, Oh my gosh, it was incredible. Um, which again, it, it kind of fuels into why I feel so empowered now. Um, I think in sobriety, like I didn't really understand recovery and I didn't, you know, like really see the need for it or, you know, or even the 12 step programs. Like I'm like, yeah, I've already kind of done those because they're kind of like Christian steps, you know, like the steps are based on Christian like values. So I felt like I kind of already did them. Um, but the program I went, I was in was not a 12 step program. It was, um, a different program, but it was still a recovery program nonetheless. And it helped me so much. Um, I just feel so free from, 
you know, addiction, from codependency. Um, yeah, I'm just, I feel so free. Um, so I finished that program and then, you know, it's no secret. My, me and my husband both have mentioned this, like on our Facebook and Instagrams that, you know, marriage had been hard, um, for lots of reasons, but so we entered into like some marriage counseling. So that was really great. And, you know, I think it's super important, obviously, because it's a huge part of your life and, you know, definitely was needed for us. Um, and yeah, like before I could go on this great God mission, like, you know, things at home definitely needed to be in a better place. So I'm glad that, you know, we focused on that. Um, and then if you listen to the little, the last little series I did back in, I guess, May or April, um, I had like announced coaching, a coaching program. Um, but I actually like took it down, like took down the application and took down the website and even took down the episodes where I announced it because, Again, there were some areas in my life that just needed a lot of work before I could full fully go all in and wholeheartedly, <clears throat> you know, commit to that and to launch that with integrity. So, yeah, I pulled that back, and I've actually been working on developing another coaching program, which I'm very excited about. This is like a program that God, you know, downloaded to me. Um, and so it's basically like going to be a like faith wellness recovery program. Um, so a a program that's going to incorporate, you know, faith faith habits, that kind of thing, uh, wellness practices, and then working through like elements of recovery. So which recovery, you can also call it like self-discovery or self-excavating. It's like getting rid of all the junk and uncovering your true self. So yeah, I've been working on that. And then, um, yeah, I actually got an, a couple new certifications as well. I uh, went through a Christian life coaching program. I forgot that. I didn't even write that on my notes, <laughs> but I completed that and that was really awesome. And I'm working through a another recovery um, coaching program to get certified as a recovery coach. Yeah, so, um, you know, I'm sure there's lots of details that I'm missing, but, you know, that's the gist of it. You know, I've been working on my recovery, working on my marriage, working on my business, and, you know, enjoying time with um, family. We've had a lot of, you know, family get-togethers. We got a pool put in over the summer or back in May. So, you know, pool time, friend time, family time, all the things. Um, But yeah, so now we're back and I'm very excited to be back. So the last thing I wanted to tell you about was my trip to Florida. Um, So this trip I was very nervous about because, you know, I know that you can probably relate. There's, you know, when you're around certain family members, it can be kind of like triggering, um, triggering to drink, especially because you're so like, like even if it's not around drinking, like 
you could even think of it as like the way you eat when you're with your family. You just kind of like, it's easy to go back to old habits, you know, when you're in um, environments with family members who, you know, maybe don't eat very healthy or they drink a lot or they smoke weed or whatever. Like, it's so easy to just like fall into like their pattern Um, even if you normally eat pretty healthy or you're normally sober, like all those things, like it's easy when you're with family to just fall back into your old personality. You know what I mean? Um, I hope you do. I'm sure that makes sense because I feel like it's just a universal kind of thing. So anyways, this trip to Florida, I was a little bit nervous because, um, yeah, just, I just knew that the family I was going to be around, um, you know, drank a lot and, you know, smoked weed. And, um, sometimes, you know, it can be a little triggering just being in that environment. So I was nervous about that. Not that I would, I would, but just that I would feel like irritated or, you know, not wanting my son in that environment and that kind of thing. So, um, I actually kind of like did this process. I'm actually going to, yeah, get your pen and paper because you might want to take note of this. (laughs) But um, what I did to really help me prepare for that encounter with that family, with that, you know, group of the family was I, you know, I got into prayer, of course, I prayed Um, But I also kind of like journaled about it and I released, that was kind of like the first step was like, I like really got present in my body and then I released the expectation for my family to act differently than they, than they, you know, normally would. I released, you know, um, judgment over them. I released um, just anxiety over the situation. I released, you know, fear about the situation. And then I, this is step two, is I was open to receive or I was open to having a different experience. I was open to, you know, this being a really positive, fun experience. I was open to, to creating great memories and you know, just having a really awesome time. So instead of kind of like, you know, if, if you are in like a negative headspace, it's almost like you draw that negative experience in and same thing with having like a positive mindset about it. Like, okay, you know, this could be a really good trip. I'm open to having a really great trip. I'm open to having really great memories, um, having great connection with my family. I'm open to all these things. So then, you know, like you're open kind of like a not like any new age kind of thing, but you're just like, you know, when you think positively or you focus on good things, like good things tend to like happen, you know, you're not, um, yeah, fixated on almost like making things be negative. So yeah, so I was open to that. And then I decided like how I wanted to show up and I wanted to show up as a light, you know, I wanted to make sobriety beat to be, I mean, not just sobriety, but like being a believer, being sober. I wanted all those things to be like something that other people would want. Like not like, 
oh my gosh, she's sober and she's miserable, you know, like she's sober and oh my gosh, she's having so much fun. She has like a glow about her. Like she is just happy, joyful. Like she's, you know, just dropping these wisdom bombs and, you know, we're having a great time, whatever. Like I just decided that that's what I I wanted to show up as. I wanted to show up as love and light because, you know, that's, that's what the world needs. And so anyways, um, that was for free. That was like, you know, just releasing the expectations, releasing all the, you know, negative things, being open to having a positive experience and then deciding how I wanted to show up, um, really helped me whenever I saw my family because yeah, so this is, this is the, the experience I had. I mean, I had an awesome time. Like I, um, you know, it wasn't like how I had, you know, expected where I was like thinking that everybody's going to be like shammered and you know, that there was going to be weed everywhere. It wasn't like that. I mean, it was still around, but it wasn't like, like I had been afraid of, but I had also, I didn't stay past like 8.30 probably because my son, you know, needed to go to bed. So I wasn't there super late, which, you know, I think that helps because, you know, I I always say (laughs) nothing good happens like super late at night. Like, you know, super late at night is when people probably would be getting um, hammered and whatever. So I didn't stay too late. So I'm sure that helped. Um, and yeah, so, and, and the, the great thing was I just, I didn't feel any sort of like trigger. I didn't feel like I needed to drink. I didn't feel like I needed to smoke. I didn't feel like I wanted to do any of those things. I was perfectly content. Um, and so I guess that's the encouragement I wanted to share is that sobriety does get easier. Like you find things that actually fill that need Um, I've heard this recently, actually over the summer, the vice isn't the problem, it's the solution. So there's something going on that we're using our vice for. And so if we can find something better to, um, fill that need, then we're not going to have the need to, you know, use substances or drink alcohol Um, We're going to be able to find our fulfillment, find our, you know, joy and other things. Um, So, yeah, anyways, that is it for today. I just wanted to give you all a quick life update, share just, you know, that encouragement that sobriety does get easier. Keep going. Um, And yeah, join us over in the Facebook group and I will be back next week. Have a great one. Talk to you next time. Bye.